What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. My name's Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. I'm joined, as always, by Bet Big Brad and Big Wilson. Wilson, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. You know, got the got the crown this week, so can't be any worse, you know. Living the dream. This is what I've always aspired to. You've aspired to have a crown affixed to your uh screen behind a fence, barely showing part of your face on YouTube. Bucket list checked. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we were able to help with that. Uh big Brad, what's up, brother? What up, man? You know. My guy Wilson said it can't be worse, and I immediately thought of a million ways it could be worse. <laughs> That's where my head's at right now. I'm excited to be here, though. This is uh, this. Is, I feel like I'm starting to learn some of these teams a little bit, you know. No doubt, no doubt. We're gonna make some, some good picks. We got uh, let's see, we got some really good games coming up. Before we get to those games, though, as always, this show is for entertainment purposes only. We are not giving gambling or financial advice um standings though we just talked about how wilson had a giant week last week 18 and 8 that brings him overall record to i'm just pulling it up right now 36 and 30 on the year which is tied with me for first place after i went i believe it was uh 14 and 12 last week and then brad i forget your record last week but you're but a game behind us at 35 and 31. This is incredible. Did any of you, either of you, I should say, we'll start with Brad. Did you expect to be over 500 after three weeks? Because I certainly did not. No, I did. I for sure did not. <laughs> here we are, though. We're here. We're out here. Wilson, were you expecting this, especially after your slow start the first two weeks? No, I thought I was going to continue the uh, cold streak and basically be firmly out of the race already after week three, but got it going. We'll see if I can continue it. Got it going, baby. All right. We got lots of games to get to. We got lots to talk about. We don't have a lot of Twitter comments, though. This week, I tweeted it out early. We were kind of under the gun because we're recording early. Only got two replies on the Twitter comments, but of course, you know who one of them was. It was our guy. It's Isaiah Walker. He is back as always. And I'm going to keep talking until I figure out exactly what he said as because I'm pulling the tweet up. Brad, what do you think about Isaiah being back as I look for this tweet? That's exciting, man. He could probably take one of our places on the real. Like, do you uh, like if, if you're if you're benched for a week, do you want me to bring Isaiah in? Yeah, that. Okay, here it is. Isaiah said, as a Purdue fan, Bucky spread until proven otherwise, LOL. And then he said, I like Rutgers plus 24 and a half, PSU, Iowa under, and it makes me sick, but Notre Dame outright. Wilson, what do you like about that tweet? Uh, a couple of them I like, a couple of them I don't. I'm not sure how I'm feeling about him taking Wisconsin minus five and a half on the road night game at Purdue, but... I'm with them on the Rutgers one for sure, though. I think they'll uh, cover. Yeah, that feel it feels right. That game, we're going to get to that game in a second because there's some interesting things about that as well. Uh, Brad, the only other comment we had was from Roll Terps. And you can imagine what he was ready to comment. He said, Maryland covers the points 
over. Yep. Yep. Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. You with him on that one? Hundred percent. Man. All right. Sounds good. All right. So that was our Twitter talk. Uh, every week, I'm going to put out the big board. If you'd like to be mentioned on the show, just go ahead and reply to the tweet, and we will get that going. Uh, we'll make sure that we give you a shout out. We appreciate once again, Isaiah. This is the third, no, fourth week now that he's responded. So you could be just like Isaiah Sheesh. and shout it out on each episode. Wally, with the crown, we're going to start with you this week. We're going to get right into this. We got Wisconsin. We got Purdue. Ross Aid Stadium. Night game. Coming up on Friday night. Super exciting. Wisconsin is favored by five and a half. Two of the most interesting teams, I feel like, this year to try to figure out what exactly they're going to be. Ryan Walters, Luke Fickle, it's their first Big Ten matchup as head coaches. Just so much going on with the past uh, couple of weeks with both of these teams as far as turnovers. Purdue had a bunch last week. And then Wisconsin, they got a bunch of turnovers last week. Wisconsin favored by five and a half. As I said, the over-under is 53 and a half. Wilson, what do you got for this game? This one was a toss-up for me until, uh, you know, your notes that you were uh, just listing off with regard, especially the turnovers, as well as uh, how many points Wisconsin's given up a game. Uh, I'm going to take Purdue to cover the five and a half as well as go over 53 and a half. You know, I think you had the Georgia Southern game called perfectly last week, except for they turned it over six times. Otherwise, I think they might have won outright. So I'm not a believer in Wisconsin. I'm taking the five and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, One last thing I forgot to mention on this one, Brad, super interesting. I just saw on Twitter. a couple weeks ago, President Trump at the Iowa-Iowa State game. Apparently, he's in West Lafayette. He will be at this game as well. Did you know that? No. Isn't that crazy? Are there going to be assassination attempts? I don't know, man. It's going to be nuts. Uh, what do you got in this game, Brad? Um, Man, this is... This is tough. It is. This you is know, tough. that's why they make the lines like this. They don't want it to be too easy so people can't just make money. Well, yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm also talking about how both these teams are playing, though. Oh, yeah. It sets up for uh, an interesting matchup. I... Oh, man. I'm going to go Wisconsin... If people go can't tell, by the way, we did not make our picks before we started recording. We just I'm gonna, hit the record I'm button. I'm going to go with whiskey. Okay. A wee whiskey. bit of whiskey. A wee bit of whiskey covering the point spread, you know. Uh, and I'm going to go over as well. All right. Sounds good. Um, I'm going with Wilson on this one. I actually think Purdue is going to win this game outright. I am. Uh, that's going to be my bold take of the week. It always seems to be in that first game I'm making these bold takes, but... I'm going to bet uh, Purdue money line in this game. And I'm also going to, I'll ride with you guys on the over on this, over 53 and a half points. That is on Friday night. That's on Friday night, Saturday, noon game. It's the only noon game. Interesting schedule this week. The only noon game is Michigan. It's Rutgers. Rutgers is coming to Michigan. This was the interesting part of this line that I thought needed to be mentioned. It opened at 32 points. The public absolutely hammered Rutgers all the way down eight points to 24 and a half. So I just wanted to give you guys that little tidbit because 
Vegas was really thinking this should be bigger than even 24 and a half. The over under, they finally came down on a Michigan game under 50 points. It's at 44 and a half. Interesting side note at this game as well. Michigan Governor Gretchen Wilson will be at this game. Did you guys know that? I don't know. Uh, I don't really keep tabs on who's going to be at games. Oh, okay. It's not really time that I, you know, during the week, I'm just looking up who's going to be where. This yeah. is a lot for me right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Who you got in this game, Brad? Oh, I'm going first. Yeah. This one is easy, though. Yeah. This one is easy. All right. Michigan has not covered all year. Rutgers has covered all year. Wow. So if we're following trends, all three of us should be on board with Rutgers to cover. And I'm going over. I think 44 is actually pretty low. I think both teams are going to be above 24, maybe even. Okay. I think that could be definitely possible. The biggest thing in this game is if Michigan can get up for Rutgers at home. Like, this is their first big game, and it's Rutgers. No disrespect to Rutgers, who's playing really good this year, but still, when you hear Rutgers. But Jim's back now, though. They got Jim. Not a lot of sizzle. But Harbaugh's back. What about that? Does that add to the sizzle factor? They haven't even been close to covering, though. Yeah. I don't know. They just haven't looked great. Can they beat Rutgers by 25? Yes. I just don't think it's going to happen this Saturday. And those are my picks. All right. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) All right. Wilson, what do you got on this game? You know, I'm actually going to switch it up. I'm going to go Michigan to cover in the under. Wow. Wow. Just took everything Brad said and said, fuck that. Yeah. I think this is the week where they're kind of Michigan's kind of hearing all the the shit people are saying about him. And I think Jim's going to try to make a statement. I like I it. Think I think good enough to do it though. I think so. I think they will this game, and I don't think Rutgers will score more than thirteen in, in this game. Yeah. Can you make a side bet on that? No, I'm poor. All right. <laughs> There's his confidence level, folks. I'm actually kind of riding with Wilson on this, except for once again, I did this last week. I kind of split like my uh, friendship here. I'm going to go with Michigan as well. I think that they're going to cover, but I do think that uh, it's going to be a lot of points though. I think that Michigan's going to score over 30 in this game and uh, Rutgers is good enough to get two touchdowns. So I think that you factor those two things in and it's going to be an easy over in this game. Um, I just don't know exactly. I think it'll be close, actually. This 24 and a half is just such an interesting line. It's weird to me that it opens so high. It opened at 32. That's kind of weird for me. But I think that with uh, Harbaugh coming back, it's going to be an exciting atmosphere at the big house. And um, even though Kyle Manungai is one of my favorite running backs in the league right now, he's just not going to have enough against that defense. So um, I'll take Michigan and the over. All right. 330 games. We got a bunch of them. We'll start with uh, FAU at Illinois. I forgot to switch my side. God darn it. All right. I'm switching it now. All right. FAU at Illinois. Uh, Illinois is favored by 14 and a half. Over under is 45 and a half. 
Illinois has not covered a spread yet this year. FAU is not that good. They beat Ohio and Monmouth, and then they lost huge to Clemson last week. Um, Just an interesting kind of game that Illinois is coming off that big loss to Penn State last week. Another little side factor here. um, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy will be at this game. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but um, just a little side part if you're going to this game. You might run into Kevin McCarthy. So, uh, Wilson, what do you got in this game? Who is Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> Wilson, uh, it's on you. Uh, I I honestly don't know on this one. Um, well, you got to make a choice. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's what this is about. Thank you. I'm going to go with Illinois finally covering the spread. Minus 14 and a half. And I will go under 45 and a half. I'm realizing how important it is for us to uh, make the picks before we start recording. Because we sound a lot more confident when we have already made our picks. I feel like all three of us across the board. I don't know shit about FAU except for I knew Lane Kiffin coached there. And so I'm still picturing them to score a lot of points. But I have no idea anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll go next because Brad's phone is ringing. Um, I'm also going to take Illinois to cover the 14 and a half. I will take the over in this game. I think that 45 is just too small. I think that uh, once again, it's kind of like what I just said with Michigan. I think Illinois is going to score like a high 30 number. So that means just uh, FAU just needs to get a touchdown or two, and then I'll be fine with that. So I'll take Illinois to cover and the over. Brad, what do you got? I kind of want to run against you guys on this one just because. Do it. Although I think they're going to win by 17. Oh, all right. I'm going to stick with Illinois. As I just said, by 17 on the dot. Okay. All right. If they don't win by 17, it doesn't count. All right. That's fair. Mark that down. Uh, Counts as double if they do win by 17, though. That's right. I'm going... I'm going under. I don't think Illinois is going to score more than 28, and FAU isn't going to score more than 10, 11, actually. They're going to score 11. Mm. Man, you're really – Field goals as safety. So that puts you at – okay, so they're scoring 11. You said they're going to win by 17, so 28 to 11? Yeah, 28-11. Oh, wow. Interesting score there. All right, moving right along. We have uh, Louisiana Tech. They are going to come visit – the Corn Hub, uh, Nebraska, favored by 19 and a half. This is the biggest margin they've been favored by this year. Um, over-unders, 47 and a half. The big story is who is going to start at quarterback. I've been trying to scour Nebraska message boards and everything to see anything I can find out about this. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, it's Heinrich Harburg or Jeff Sims. Harburg looked really good last week, albeit against a pretty non-formidable opponent. Um, but they have another one this week in Louisiana Tech that I think that Nebraska is, like, obviously they're favored by almost 20 points. I think they're going to roll right over them. So I'll go first on this one. I think Nebraska is going to cover. Um, and I'm going to take the, let's see, I feel like I've taken a lot of overs. I'm still going to take the over. I might just ride overs today. Uh, Brad, what do you got on this? That's a mistake. Um... Ooh, 19 and a half is big. 
Yeah. Big. I'm going to go. Who's Louisiana Tech, though? Not great. I don't, know if great. This is, I don't know if this will change your mind at all, but um, little side note, Chief Justice, Chief of Justice John Roberts will be at this game. Chief of Justice. Yes, he's there. He's going to be there. Justice. He's a big Nebraska fan. I had no idea. I saw the tweet this morning. I couldn't believe it either, dude. It's crazy. The Chief of Justice. Yes. Is what his job title is. John Roberts, yes. He'll the be Chief there. He's going to be there live and in person. I don't know if that swings your pick either way, but he's going to be there. I don't know if it does either. Um, I'll roll with the Big Ten. Nebraska needs a good game. They got to cut down on the turnovers. I'm going Nebraska. I don't think uh, I don't think Louisiana Tech is going to score enough for that over to hit. So I'm going under. All right, Wilson. What do you got? I'm going to ride with you, Nebraska, in the over. Nebraska, over. Any insights on this game? Did you see Harburg play last week or no? I did not. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really know about this is I think Louisiana Tech's mascots are the Raging Cajuns. Mm. Like that's a good Indiana that's a good side note. That's a good side note. Louisiana Tech is one and three against the spread this year and two and two on overs. So um high chance that they're not going to cover, but about a 50-50 chance that the over will hit based on the trends, as Brad would say. All right, we're Just moving about. right along. We got another 330 game. Uh Michigan State trying to bounce back against that embarrassing game against Washington last week. Um Maryland is coming to town. One of the best. What, Brad? What did I do? You didn't do anything. I'm just, I don't want to think about it. Oh, okay. Um, I think, I think Maryland, I've been saying this all year. I think they're underrated. Um, Maryland favored by a touchdown and a hook. The over under is a healthy 53 and a half. Um, just a little side note here as well on this game. Former Secretary of State Rex Wayne Tillerson will be at the game. Um, Brad, what do you got for this game? You just like you say it the first one, and then you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep this bit going for the rest of these games. Yeah, this is hilarious. All right, uh, I wouldn't touch Michigan State with anything less than ten and a half right now. You got to give me some double digit points, and uh, after giving up. A school record, 713 scrimmage yards against Washington. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Maryland either. I think Michael Penix Jr. is one of the best pocket passers in college football. I think that uh, Tagovailoa is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten, and he can actually be mobile and still make throws. It could be worse. And if Michigan State can't get some sort of offensive production, this is going to be just as ugly. So I'm taking Maryland to easily cover 53 and a half. That's high. I'm going under 53 and a half. Okay. Because I don't think Michigan State's going to score. Yeah. Uh, To Aaliyah, by the way, he's leading the Big Ten in passing yards. He's got 889 already this year. Wilson, does that factor into your decision? Not really. Uh, (laughs) Echoing everything Brad said. Michigan State's going to get the shit kicked out of him again this weekend, I think. 
easily by 14 plus. I'm taking Maryland, and I'm also taking the over. I'll be curious to see how many people. I took the under. It's my turn. Uh, I'll be curious. You said you were rolling with me. I thought we were rolling like tight. You know the whole pick. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You also did say I'm. You said I'm also taking the over, and Brad said under. Well, you didn't have it written down on our cheat sheet, so how about you keep up with that? Like the sidebar, that's probably not on this game. Oh shit! Woo! Oh no, it is. I actually, I actually hit it twice. I'm too far. I'm ahead of the game right now. <laughs> so I will take Maryland to cover the seven and a half, as well as the over fifty three and a half. And okay. What I was going to say is, I'll be surprised. Oh, I'm interested to see how many people are actually in the stands this game. Um, I think it's going to be bad to start the game, and then it's going to be even worse at halftime. Yeah. Sad times in East Lansing these days. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. Um, I never watched the Washington game back. I'm probably not going to because I've heard enough about it at this point. Um, I did want to point out as well, what was I going to point out? Oh, Maryland, their last two games, they've started down 14-0. I'm on record saying that I don't think that even if they start down 14-0, it's going to matter in this game. I think they'll still come back and cover this spread. Uh, the seven and a half easy, but I'm going to go under the 53 and a half basically because I haven't picked an under yet. And I don't think that Michigan state's going to score very often. So I'm asking Maryland to score a lot of points to hit that over. And I just don't see, I just don't foresee that happening. So, um, we'll move on to the next game. Our first of four night games that we have. The first one is going to be Akron at Indiana. Indiana is favored by 16 and a half points. 45 and a half is the over under Akron's one of the worst college football teams available right now. Um, they're averaging 16 points a game so far. They're Owen three and overs one and two covering this year. I think Indiana is going to, I'll go first on this one as well. I think Indiana coming off that tough loss against Louisville. Um, they're going to want to try to prove something against a far inferior opponent this week. So I'm going to take uh, Indiana to cover the 16 and a half. And um, you know what? I'll take the under on this one. I don't think Akron's going to score. Indiana's defense has been pretty good this year. So I'm going to say that it's going to be Indiana 40 to zero and it'll still be under. I don't, I just don't think Akron's going to score. Just a little side note on this too. President of the United Nations Grand Assembly, Kasaba Kasorsi is going to be there at this game. So Interesting. He's a apparently big Hoosiers fan. Saw that on Twitter today. Uh, Brad, what do you got for this game? Do they got him set up in the suites? I think so. I think they got him in the suites on this one. That's some that's some awesome access right there. Also, not sure uh, if that's a guy or a girl. By the way, I just, I don't just uh, yeah, I don't know. The Chief of Justice. <laughs> uh, Indiana has been a pleasant surprise. They came back and covered for me last week. I'm going to roll with them to go ahead and cover this 16 and a half against, like you said, a not very good Akron football team. And uh, the Zips are not going to help Indiana get into that over. I don't know if Indiana uh, – yeah, I'm going under. I'm going under. Indiana covers the 16 and a half. We're going under 45 and a half, and that's a lock. That's the lock of the week right there from – Big Brad. We I thought about doing that. Lock like, it up. That's a lock. Okay. <laughs> Get excited about it. Um, 
I was thinking about that like after week two, how we should do like some sort of lock, but like so many other people do it. I was like, nah, let's just not do locks. But Brad's doing a lock this week. That's fine. Um, Wilson, what do you got here? Exact same. IU in the under. All right. Man, we are all we are like vibing right now on these uh on these picks. It's like we're all picking the same thing. It's like we're not prepared for this at all. Um, next game we have Iowa coming to Penn State, the best team in the Big Ten. Iowa missing some really key players in this game. Uh, two running backs, Caleb Johnson and Jazz Patterson. They're also missing their, I think he's their leading receiver, Luke. I, for, I just heard somebody pronounce his name, and now I forgot how to pronounce it. Lachey? Lachey? Is it Lachey? I okay. I think Maybe. it's Luke Lachey. Um, so they're missing some key pieces on offense, and that's not going to help against Penn State's defense. Uh, Penn State favored by 14 and a half over under is 40 and a half side note on this game. I don't know if this is going to matter or not, but retired associate justice of the Supreme Court, Sandra Day O'Connor is going to be at this game. I did not see that. <laughs> did not see that coming. I don't know why she's there, but, um, Brad, what do you got? Let's game? What are you Googling to find this shit? <laughs> You're coming up with the most. Are you typing in obscure former government? Dude, I'm employees? seeing all this on Twitter, man. I'm telling you, like, it's just like it comes across my feed and I'm like, oh, Sandra Day O'Connor's going to be there. I should take a note of that. Is she alive? <laughs> sure. I hope so. All right. Um, Man, that, that hook makes it interesting. I um I just can't mess with Iowa, I don't think. Definitely not. Penn State at home. Give me Penn State to cover. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I think Iowa scores 10 to 14. Maybe. Man, that's tough. That's tough. I'm going to keep it, though. All right. Wilson? I'm also going Penn State in the over. I think Penn State might score 40 by themselves. <laughs> Whiteout night game in Penn State. Over. Is that a lock? My lock, yes. Did you, did you know Iowa was going to wear black pants, though? I did not. That doesn't change my opinion one bit. It's like they, uh, they're they kind of battling the whiteout with the black pants. It's like black versus white a little bit there with the color schemes. Not go down that avenue. No, just like with the um, – not like that. Oh, Jesus. Why does it always got to be that? Um, I didn't say it. You said let's not go – all right, never mind. I don't think the black pants are going to matter, though. Uh, I think Iowa is going to get pantsed in this game. I think Penn State's going to be all over that ass. It's going to be about three touchdowns at the least. I could see Penn State winning this game by 24. I'm with Wilson on this. Uh, I think that Penn State could score 40 by themselves. Maybe Iowa puts together a drive in the first quarter and then maybe a garbage time <laughs> touchdown. But what's so funny, Brad? Is it because we lost connection and I'm saying all the same things over and over yeah. again that I just yeah. said a minute ago? Is that what's funny? I'm also trying to I'm trying to recreate the exact facial expressions I made when you said everything. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I do think that uh, Penn State's going to win big. I think it's going to go over. I think that's – I would say that the Penn State line it would be my – if we were doing locks, it would be my – I'm would. i not going to call it a lock. I'm going to call it a zip tie. 
It's my zip tie of the week. Yeah. Zip that up, baby. Zip, zip it up. Zip it up. All right. We're almost done. We only got two more games. This has been fun so far. Uh, Minnesota is coming to Northwestern on my weekly Kickstarter episode. I had almost no notes about this game because I just think that it's almost a non-game. Um, I don't understand why it's at night. I think that this is a noon game. It's just, I just look at this on the schedule and I'm like, that game should be at maybe 10 a.m. actually, just to, you know, as a little appetizer to get the rest of the Saturday started. No one wants to watch this game at night. There's too many other good games on. Uh, Minnesota's favored by 11 and a half. Over under is 54 and a half. Just something weird that I came across too. Former assistant secretary of state for educational affairs, Yvonne Ryan is going to be there. So that's, Something that we want to look out for if you're a Northwestern fan. Um, Wilson, what do you got on this game? I'm going to take Minnesota to cover the 11.5, but I'll go under the 54.5. Okay. Any so any thoughts why? I watched zero seconds of. This seems like a pretty boring matchup. Um, I Honestly, Northwestern, I think they've had their, their fun this year. That's about it. That's all they're going to have the rest of the time. They play Howard next week or the week after, I think. Do you think that could be fun? No, I don't. But, I mean, it will be for Northwestern. Yeah. Brad, what do you think about this game? I don't know, man. Stranger things have happened. It's a night game at Northwestern on the lake. Ooh. (sighs) Scary. No, I mean, it has to be Minnesota in the under, right? Like, if if we want to be correct – I don't know. You've been really unsure of yourself today, man. It's low. 11 and a half seems low. If it was like 16, 17, I might rock with the cats, but I'm I'm going with Minnesota in the under. All right. I will take, uh, I'll just go the opposite of you guys. Try to get two points on you right here. I'll take Northwestern and the over in this game uh, just to be different. I also do think that over. the over is just stupid. Is yeah, it I'll though? Give you a set. I'll give you a dollar if it goes over. Nice, dude. For free? Yeah, just yeah. Damn, that's cool. Um, yeah, that I'm looking at the. I didn't even look at the number. I just said over to be opposite. That's a high number. <laughs> that was dumb. Um, that's okay though. I'm still gonna rock with it. I do actually. I legitimately think that Northwestern could give Minnesota problems though. I said that. This summer before uh, Pat Fitzgerald got fired, I wish he was there this weekend because I think that that prediction could come more true if he was there. I'm not the biggest believer in uh, David Braun, but I am a believer in the stats in Minnesota. Um, You know, they're 0-3 against the spread this year. So I think that Northwestern could keep it close enough. They're also 0-3 on over, so that was kind of dumb to say that. But anyways... Uh, I think Darius Tyler's, Taylor's going to have a big game, and I think that Minnesota could still win, but Northwestern could keep it close. All right, let's go to the last game. It's the game of the week this week. Um, Ohio State is traveling down to South Bend, Indiana, to take on the Fighting Irish. I almost said Fighting Illini. Uh, Ohio State favored in this game by three and a half. Um, I thought that line was interesting. I think if I was making up this line blindly, I probably would say that Notre Dame is favored in this game, so that kind of tells you where I'm going to pick on this. 
Um, night game on NBC. Interesting little side note here. Uh, former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer is going to be there. Um, 54 and a half. Brad, what do you like on this game? I ran out of people, by the way. <laughs> Uh, this is one of the harder ones for me as well, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to just say some words while I think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah that's smart. I want to, I want to go with, uh, with the big 10. Notre Dame hasn't played anybody, but they have looked good all year. Ohio state hasn't played anybody and they've only looked good last week. Um, I can see Ohio state winning by three. That'd be interesting, right? That would be interesting. Notre Dame, night game at home. They're going to be going nuts. Cash I'm just not either. sold on Ohio State yet. I'm going, I'm going Notre Dame. And uh, give, me, give me the over. Okay. Wilson, are you riding with him? I'm not. Ooh. So a couple things first. One. The Big Ten needs Ohio State to win this uh, to get a solid Power Five win at a conference. They haven't really had one yet this year. And also on the line, I do think it's a little weird. Ohio State minus three and a half. I would probably set it as, you know, Notre Dame minus one, something like that, one and a half is what I probably would have set it at. Um, But I'm going to go with Ohio State to cover the points. I just think they found something last week on offense. Their defense will be able to slow down Notre Dame a little bit. I think they'll win by single digits, but uh, Ohio State to cover. And I'm going to go over the 54 and a half. I think it'll be a little bit of a shootout to begin with, and then there'll be separation at the end. Yeah, I hope it's a shootout because this game is going to be – I mean, this is the game I'm most excited about almost for the entire year, I was. I would say. Um, if it was two Big Ten teams, I definitely would say that. But I said his name was Sam Howell on my Kickstarter episode. That guy's in the NFL. His name's Sam Hartman, um, Notre Dame quarterback. I think that that's where the biggest difference in this game comes in. You have a guy that's never been in a big environment, and then you have a guy – and I'm talking about uh, Ohio State's quarterback. And then you have Notre Dame's quarterback who's been playing college football for seven years now. So I think that he's not going to be rattled, especially being at home at night, like Brad was saying. Um, I've listened to way too many podcasts this week. I need to stop doing that because it actually doesn't change my opinion at all. I watched the tape on Notre Dame. Okay, This is the one team that I was like, I actually want to know what we're getting into with this Ohio State-Notre Dame game. Notre Dame has just as good wide receivers as Ohio State. And I've heard people saying all week that Ohio State's mismatches, they have better skill players, they have better wide receivers. Not the case. They have some great wide receivers for the Fighting Irish. They have a giant running back. He's huge. Um, Estime is his last name. I just think that they have enough pieces and then they have the solid quarterback play that they're going to need in a big game. They also have a kicker who went on the road and hit a 54-yard field goal. So if it comes down to that at the end, I think that Notre Dame could squeak away with a win if Ohio State can stop them. I really don't think it's even going to be this close. I would have set the line at 3.5 for Notre Dame. I think they're actually going to win by closer to 10. That's how I see this game going. Just based on the film that I've watched so far and the games that I've seen, I think that Notre Dame is that good. Um, 
and I like Notre Dame in this game. I'll probably money line bet them. And uh, I'm going to just ride with you guys on the over just as a hopeful bet because I would like this to be a shootout. I would love to see 35 to 31. That would be fantastic. Be really fun to see that. So um, take the over on that. I'll apologize here at the end. My sidebar, I had to do, I'm not going to say why. I was messing up the sidebar because of the keys I was hitting. No one cares. I get like 10 views every week on YouTube. Doesn't matter. If you are watching on YouTube, though, and you're not subscribed, make sure you do hit that subscribe button. Um, and if you're listening in your car on a podcast, go ahead and give it as many stars as you think we deserve. Maybe not based on this week. Maybe listen to a couple more episodes and then base it on like a comprehensive review. And give me however many stars you think I deserve for this uh, podcast. Brad, do you have any parting shots before we leave heading into week four? I do, yeah. Uh, I'm going to save it for next week, though. Okay, thank you. Uh, Wilson, what do you got uh, leaving leaving the show here? We're not experts. Do not sue us. That's not going to happen. I got locks this week, though. Kent's got, got a zip tie. I got a zip tie, dude. I got a zip tie. Wilson, that's your homework for next week. You have to come up with a uh, a different form of a lock for next week when you're feeling really confident about something. Brad's got the locks. I got the zip tie. You got to come up with something. Uh, but we'll see you guys next week. We'll be back on Monday with a wrap-up episode. We'll be back on Wednesday with a kickstart. We'll be back next Friday with Bet Big. We'll see you guys in the future.